Miami, Florida, broadcasting around the world. Around the world. You're listening to Patriots Perspective with Christy Tester. Your news behind the government's facade. Don't fall victim to propaganda or spend another 30 days in the tech gulag. Turn off your tell live vision and just listen. Hear the most mind-opening hours of your life as we interview whistleblowers and real patriots for uncensored truth. The Commie News Network and Fakebook cannot control the power of Jesus Christ. Therefore, they have no power over us. There aren't enough Vegas strippers to fake check what's coming. Put in your earphones and avoid the tech tyrants. Subscribe to PatriotsPerspective.com now and see the evidence and action items to help you take back your God-given rights, government, and expose Satan and his demons taking up residence in your community. Be sure to hit the like or rumble button and comment to Tell us where you're holding the line. That's right, everybody. Here we are coming to you live from Miami and somewhere where we cannot say. And welcome to the show, Penny. Penny, let me find you. Penny, thank you for coming back today to tell us all about the updates of Megan Walsh and the case where her five-day-old baby was taken about 10 days ago from her house. Um, She had birthed the baby in the bathtub, as I understood, Um, had an at-home delivery, very safe, beautiful little girl, who um, in about a 45 minute video that was recorded by, was it TCI podcast, Penny? TGI. TGI. TGI Now podcast did a great job of documenting um, when the Child Protective Services from Indian River County came to her house to take her five day old baby girl um, named Esther Grace. Esther Grace is not just a baby. She deserves a name. So we are going to call her Esther Grace moving forward. So Esther Grace has been taken from her mother the entire time that um, Child Protective Services was there. I don't even want to call them Child Protective Services. We should call them Child Napping Services. Um, Was at her home. The baby was comfortable. Uh, She was being held by her mother. She wasn't crying. She was not hungry. She wasn't starving. This was not a situation where the baby was not being cared for. She was clean. She had on beautiful clothes. Um, Her hair was brushed. I mean, she looked like a little doll baby. Um, And at the same time, there were sheriffs, many of them, stalking outside of Megan's home. And for those of you who are unaware of who Megan Walsh is, her father is John Walsh from the show America's Most Wanted. So the real question here is what America wants. Is this what you want? You want Child Protective Services to be able to come in and grab your child because you didn't birth it in a hospital? Um, That, you know, the child was being taken care of. They spent over 24 hours trying to get a warrant to warrant going in and getting this child and making it... um, property of the state instead of it being at home with her mother. So Penny, 
Welcome back to Patriots Perspective. And thank you so much to Jeff at Ride On Radio for publishing this video as well. Um, Penny, can you tell us about what's going on with Megan and give us a little bit of an update and some backstory? Um, yes. Um, I'm not sure if I have this date right, which I put in here. I was just looking at it right now. Um, the, it was days after that they uh, they had this encounter um, with DCF that took baby Esther Grace, that um, the one two individuals uh, were arrested. The charges were for interference with child custody. These individuals have been protecting Megan and have been disclosing injustices perpetrated against Megan by John Walsh, by the sheriffs, and by CPS. She's been systematically gang-stalked since they decided to take her children on fraudulent charges in April, I believe it was April 1st of 2020. And then I started, I came into Megan's life um, June 13th of 2020, so it's been a year now. Or, I'm sorry, 2021. So it's been a year now that she and I have been in contact with another and working with one another. And I mentioned to her, that's, you know, did you realize that you called me and on the date that NECMEC uh, began, that took actually took place, which was uh, June 13th, 1983. So that's when she contacted me. And then- NECMEC uh, is, okay, can you fill us in on what NECMEC is, Penny? NECMEC is the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. So it was established uh, legally um, its date is June 13th, 1983. And that's after John Walsh, uh, John Walsh's son, Adam Walsh, went missing yeah. um, from the Sears store where, where Reve Walsh was shopping. And the case really went somewhat unsolved. And, and there are many that believe that there was a patsy, um, an FBI patsy. That means a person who was blamed for the crime that really did not commit the crime, but we don't really know. I mean, we're just saying that there are people out there that are saying that the person that was supposedly killed Adam was a patsy and that Adam either could still possibly be alive. There's some people that are saying that there's a gentleman saying that he maybe is Adam Walsh. We don't really know. Um, in terms of Megan, that is the concern that you have. You have been researching, you have been investigating, and you have been digging really, really deep, Penny. And I know that you're in conversation with Megan. And, um, you know, what I'm watching is a, a lot of other podcasters and interviewers who it's shocking to me when I see them and they're asking, you know, to have Megan on the show, on their shows, when the reality is there's plenty of interviews out there with Megan and you have done a ton of research regarding Megan. And the reality is she is fighting for herself in her own case because her father has publicly campaigned for the sheriff Flowers, right? Is his last name Flowers, Penny? Do I have that correct? Yeah. Sheriff Flowers at Indian River Courthouse. Outside Indian River Courthouse, there is the Masonic sign saying that that courthouse was built by the Masons, okay, which we know that all of these Masonic places are in this together. When they say they're all in it together, they're all in it together, and they have built this together, and they're not even hiding it. They're letting people know it, and there's people like Megan, who when she began 
asking her father questions about her brother's death, which she didn't begin even asking until much later in life, until around like 2019, correct? 2000. I'm sure she had questions in her entire life, but yeah, but she just she got the courage up to ask the questions, I think, from her past interviews. So um, I highly recommend that you follow Penny's work. Um, Penny is doing a great job of researching Megan's story um, and in conversation with Megan, helping her gather facts and documents for court cases and things that she's having to file herself because she can't even get an attorney to represent her. Because she actually has, she actually has a legal team that, that are, are mothers that have experienced some of this. And so they're, they're you know, everyone has to learn how to be a lawyer uh, when you're unrepresented in DCF cases which are extremely severe. And these are mothers that have had their children taken from them by corrupt CPS. And so I'm not on the legal team aspect of it because I have too many other obligations and that's not actually my forte, even though I did work within a legal framework um, as a technologist and a legal work processor. I had my own company. I was also executive secretary um, for many huge law firms. I was also a, um, for international law firms, I worked at one point for Loose Forward Hamilton and Scripps that's been in existence for, I think, maybe now 175 years. Uh, I think they merged with Pillsbury. I worked in the uh, worked in the Word Processing Center, and then I worked in the International Business uh, Department, um, typing up and formatting litigation. I was also a notary. So I was enmeshed in, in the legal arena. I'm not a lawyer, but, you know, I, I've been around high-profile international lawyers for a myriad of specialties. I've worked across the United States in some of these very large firms. I worked for Morrison & Forrester at one time for um, just virtually all of the firms that when I was working for Lewis Ford Hamilton Scripps, I've worked for them. I also worked for um, medical firms. I worked for scientific uh, firms that required, um, you know, passwords to a, a just to get into the building. So I, you know, I've worked for, uh, I've done many, many things in my life, along with being a singer and entertainer and a writer. I ran my own bands. I also had agents and managers, but I was in cover bands. And now I understand I was in cover bands because I was actually an undercover uh, agent unbeknownst to myself. I didn't even realize that I was an asset for uh, the deep state until I left my husband in March of 2016 and started researching and investigating. And then some memories started coming back. And then that's, and how did you connect with Megan and how did you begin like researching for her? So I had already, already been researching for five years uh, since I left in, uh, in March of 2016, I started researching copiously, finding out some things about my family about who they actually really were, that uh, I had not any prior knowledge as to who my actual real family was. And then um, a friend uh, had connected with Megan and stayed with Megan for a little bit. And she uh, she told Megan about me. And then on June uh, 13th, 2021, she contacted me because she realized that, you know, I, I maybe had some things to tell her because her friend said, yes, she's been researching John for quite some time. I wrote a, I wrote a peripheral, uh, you know, peripheral like tweets and things saying that I believe that John had actually sacrificed his son 
And now I took it uh, to the extreme in which I've done over 30 shows involving John. And we've talked to, um, talked to writers, authors, Willis Morgan, who wrote a book uh, saying that it was Dahmer. Um, we've talked to people that say that some people say that I am Adam Walsh. We've talked to uh, people that say that they saw Adam Walsh get killed. Um, and so I'm still talking to people that have information to come forward with that. I talked to one gentleman the other day who uh, he said he'd be willing to actually write me um, a declaration and have it notarized that he was there uh, playing with Adam uh, the day that he was taken. But he didn't know anything about it because he never watched TV and he was six years old. And so years later, this is what we're finding is years later, people are recovering memories. Years later, they see a picture in the paper and like, I know that person. So this, this is what we're experiencing. I literally believe that we are in revelations and revelations would mean to me if you take it in the biblical context, but you also take it in, in the reality context of what's occurring in our nation today, good versus evil. Revelations, some people would say it's lifting the veil. But in fact, I believe that were things that were previously unrevealed to us are now being revealed. And we're seeing, that right. if you want to call it a great revival or whatever, we're seeing that. So I think that the prayers and everything that every person of you know believes in God and Jesus, that they've made these prayers to please reveal myself to me, please reveal my government to me, please reveal these things, that these are actually... Prayers are everything. Prayers are more than gold. Prayers are your conversations with God. And when you ask, you know, it says knock and you and the door will be open. So you have to ask. Ask God, reveal myself to me. And you'll, it, it'll be amazed what's happening. So with all the people that are praying and asking for these evil to end and to have the evil, have the light shine on the evil, I think that's what we're experiencing. So I'm going to say revelations. Yep. I agree with you. And Megan is a Bible scholar as well. Correct, Penny? Um, I'm, I'm not sure what her, uh, what her actual scholar is, but scholarship is in that arena. But I know that she has studied many different religions and she believes in Jesus Christ. And or a religious uh, scholar. I think she's, she's like, yes, yeah, she does believe in Jesus Christ and she yeah, knows yeah. Mm -hmm. and she's, she's studied many things she's she's not your average bear people look at her and they and they assume that she's like a spoiled child she was not she referred to her childhood as being brought up in the shining house where her mother was drunk and falling out of chairs and her dad was a pill popper and a sex addict and uh you know everything was to her uh they were running psyops on her because they were living double and triple lives within the continuity of her life and so she turned down Hollywood. Uh, one of her babies is with Warren Trotter, who is Kanye West's best friend. And I won't elaborate further on that, but you can see the implications, the satanic implications. They wanted her to be friends with Kim Kardashian. She refused. You're talking about an individual that has integrity, and they're trying to diminish everything that she is by alluding that she's crazy. When people are calling the sheriff's office, they're literally telling uh, people that she's mentally ill. And as I mentioned on a prior podcast, there was another individual named Tammy Gilly who when her her son went missing and was found murdered and she was, you know, pursuant to this, the sheriffs were telling people that she was mentally ill. So I think she finally got an apology from that sheriff. 
but that's what they do. These are psyops, and that what they're doing is they're trying to uh, reduce your credibility so that when you go into a, a court of law and you try to file against them, that they've already said that you're crazy and they're, they're initiating that and then uh, within the court system. And we already know the court system, how corrupt it is. I'm on a Dave show, I'm going to be talking about a former judge for child services that was found with child pornography. And that's what we're talking about. And this isn't just an isolated incident. I think this one was in like 2018 or 17. But what I'm saying is for when they when they used to say a, a person gets caught for drunk driving, right? He drunk drove maybe 200 times before that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about uh, the protected people that have the judgeships that are working hand in hand with the people like John Walsh. John Walsh had said, and I, I played in on a, a part, previous interview, John Walsh promoted Sheriff Flowers and um, he was his very good friend, but he talked about that he's been all over this world and he's worked with Scotland Yard. He's basically worked with MI6. I think he's worked with CIA. I know he's worked with FBI. I know he's worked with DEA. Um, he's worked with uh, Mossad and uh, he said, I believe Scotland Yard as well. So you're talking about an individual who also knows the queen, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, his tentacles extend very far. And National well, Center for and Exploited Children in the international version was started by Ernie Allen and Eve Branson, the mother of Rick Branson. Rick Branson has uh, Necker Island. And he also uh, had the uh, Nexium stars there, Claire Bonkman, Bonkmans, who um, owned... Universal Studios, and they were the heir to Seagram's, uh, Seagram's fortune. And then um, Allison Mack, who was the star of, of uh, Smallville. And that was the rent Keith Rainier next to him. That's just one of about a billion cults. Yep. And, and you know, the, the swamp is deep and wide. And when they're friends, uh, you know, in that, in the flowers, Sheriff Flowers, campaign promotion john walk uh, i think sheriff flowers maybe says five words where john says maybe 150 words um in this campaign video and right john is telling all about it it's it's almost shocking when you watch that video maybe we'll have to post a link below to penny i still wonder why they uh why they use the chickens yeah it's kind of because you know why because i think it's a psycho yes because people are chicken, you know, they're chicken or we're the cock of the block. Mm-hmm. It has some implications, you know? Yeah, it has to, because they're just like walking through this farm. And when they're walking through the farm, their chickens like running everywhere. Did you notice the chickens aren't just happy chickens either? They're like, they're like running everywhere. You know, chickens don't typically do that. They're just like pecking, right? Like yeah, everyone so, wants to do that advertising. And, 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 you know, if you think about this, think about it. From a pr- production standpoint, you would have had to make those chickens run like that, okay? Because they didn't get that video on the first take, I promise you, okay? So think about it. The chickens, if they'd done that multiple times, the chickens would have dispersed and they would have gone elsewhere. But this is where we have to stop the psyops and think about things, okay? Like when John was talking about the potato case and he came forth about the laundry, they were both from uh, Long Island, by the way. He uses the phraseology, dirty laundries. And then, of course, that brings up the Don Hanley song, 
Dirty Laundries, which I think that was actually used in Miami Vice. That's very interesting. So, Penny, I want to get make sure that we get to the point of, of exactly what's occurring with Megan right now um, and what she's in need of. You know, she's definitely in need of prayer. Megan has, has made sure that we know to please pray. She's like, pray, because, you know, she is she is the forefront of this. You know, we, we're all thinking that Epstein you know, was the forefront of something. I think we could be at the forefront of something much, much bigger because we know that over 800,000 children go missing in the United States every year. Um, some departments are um, saying 450,000. I've heard 800,000. Um, I don't know if those are combined numbers or if they are, you know, from different agencies, but from border control, it's up to 800,000, right at 800,000 children go missing every year. I want everybody to think about something logically. There's this Amber, Amber Alert, right? How many times does your Amber Alert go off in your area? Maybe, okay, we're in Miami. Maybe twice a year. Maybe, maybe twice a year it goes off. So is every missing child really on Amber Alert? I don't think so. Okay, because when they steal the children themselves, I don't think there, there's alerts going out for those children. I think there's only alerts going out when there are children maybe that they aren't stealing. So I think that's that could be a trigger. I don't have the statistics on that. That is just a conspiracy theory that we can all research and chase down. However, there are many facts that Penny is going to present here today. And um, I just want to ask everybody to please pray for um, Esther Grace and for Megan and for the entire team because they are working pro se. And I'm also working on some other things that could prevent this forever. That like I've gotten like a revelation at two o'clock this morning to watch a certain something that someone sent me and literally I cannot even put it down penny I don't even want to go into it until I do more research on it because it is that shocking that it could have stopped this whole thing with Megan and the, because they prey on us I mean they really prey on us just going to work or you know Megan wanted to be a you know a fashion designer or just you know going about life and they prey on the fact that we are not going to take our sovereign rights back. And we actually have to do that because of the birth certificate that we are born with. Because I couldn't figure out why in the world they were so adamant about taking a five-day-old baby away from its mom. And why they were so concerned about the baby not being born in the hospital. Well, that's because they can't make a birth certificate if the baby's not born in the hospital. And we all know what's happened in the past year. So there's a lot of research I'm doing on that. If anybody wants to join me in it, um, please do. I think we're going to create another Telegram channel specifically for that, you know, for your birthright to know, you know, more about the birthright. And then, um, Penny, we, we said we were going to also create a channel if people wanted to help research on Adam Walsh or any spottings or anything like that, right? Yes. So we're going to do that on Telegram. I'm going to put the links below in the description, or you can go to Patriots Perspective or write on radio um, channels to see where those channel the new channels are. And if you have, and we want to keep it very strict about, you know, Adam Walsh's channel, just about Adam Walsh. And um, 
on the the birthright channel just about birthright stories okay because we need to keep this very strict because it there is a way and i believe there's actually a really easy way but they want us to think that it's really hard and it's actually really easy because the reality is it doesn't involve using attorneys because an attorney is not going to help you anyway if you're in a big case like megan's in i mean that that was that was what's really shocking but I've got a gentleman who's teaching us exactly what we need to do and it's all free. So I, I, it's not nothing that anybody, they're not going to, it's going to, it's going to cost you to get your sovereign rights back. But in the end, it's going to, it's going to pay off at the same time because we just have to learn how to do it. I don't know how to do it myself yet. Um, but I am I, definitely, this is, this is coming from someone on the inside with president Trump, love him or hate him. It's a message that is, is getting out and we're going to help get that message out because if we had really known about this prior to Megan's children being taken, the guy guarantees that they can't even take the children because you're taking them back from the government. Because the minute we are issued a birth certificate, um, that is when we are giving away our sovereign rights to the government. And I believe that's the reason they really wanted that baby so badly because, you know, I just couldn't figure out why common sense tells us that the baby was happy. It's not wet. It's not sitting in a pile of poop. It's being fed because the baby for 45 minutes didn't cry while, while, you know, there was a lot going on around it. So that tells you that it's very peaceful, but what do they want to do? They want to vaccinate and they want to get you, get the child a birth certificate. I believe it's the birth certificate. Um, supposedly, we're, we're worth about $3.3 million upon that birth certificate being issued. And the Child Protective Services now can own that baby and that birth certificate. So, that Penny, I mean, it, it just, it, I, I'm still like in shock over the information, you know. And, and like I said, that is something I, I have to finish researching and, and to present to the public. And if I present it, like we have to make sure that we all get out and do it because it's going it, to, what's, what's so strange to me is it's a revelation that combines almost everything I've ever known, Penny, like branding, marketing, trademarking, and filing your own USTPO for yourself to get your sovereign rights back because they can't, legally take them but you have to get them back it's no different than than us believing in the bible and not having faith to think that jesus spoke and said we will do greater things than him and then sit here and go we're not going to we are we actually are and you know what people like megan who are standing up standing up to her parents she's lost everything everything her children her home her parents i mean she still loves her parents guys i mean she she literally loves her parents and just started asking questions about her brother that they didn't want to answer. And then they started calling her crazy just for asking the questions. She says in an interview, she never expected this outcome, never expected it. Right, yeah. Penny? Like, yeah. I, mean, I have some videos of her actually uh, speaking. You're going to need to bring my presentation. Okay, I'm sorry, hon. Okay, hold on. I forget, I'm, uh, Jeff, we're missing you. <laughs> okay, so can you see it on there? Yes, we can now. So um, 
what happened, um, and I think this date might be wrong, June 11th, but I'm, I'm not sure. It was last Saturday. So um, two individuals were arrested by Indian River County Sheriff's. The charges were for interference with child custody. These individuals have been protecting Megan and have been disclosing injustices perpetrated against Megan by John Walsh, by the sheriffs, and by CPS or DCF. Carolyn Kay is a widow, mother of four, who's been housing Megan Walsh. She was arrested for interference with child custody. She is an advocate for Megan. Don Carapi of TGI Now Podcast is an advocate for Megan. He's attended hearings with Megan and had featured her in several of his podcasts. Don has been a resident of Vero for many years, and I asked him. Uh, he said he's been there since 1986, and he worked for the Chamber of Commerce. And he also worked for um, Salvation Army, and he has something to say about that as well. See if I can go to the next slide. Okay, so this is uh, this is very long. It's an interview with John Carapi, but I'm just going to play a little section of it. Um, it's one hour and 24 minutes. So at 15:54, I'm going to pick up on this if I can start it. I, I have a little trouble here with. This, oh shoot! Go back. I'm trying to do this with the without the benefit of. Uh, oh, I. Th I th Oh yeah, because you're you're doing it full screen. We've just—it's not actually full screen. It's um, the way that I did it before is I could fast forward into a, a section. So let me just see. It keeps—it's not letting me click on it. Here we go. All right. So let me fast forward this to fifteen fifty-four, and this is where he's talking about what happened. Second, is it disappearing? Damn it! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Technology is your friend, Penny. <laughs> I know that, but this is—I'm doing it in reading view, so that the screen is larger. But it's not when I'm clicking on it; it's taking me to the next slide. Here we go. And when I get to the fifteen fifty-four, it's not letting me just click and. Play it so hold on a sec. There we go. That happened, but I again I have connections with everything that's happened. When I worked for Salvation Army, John Walsh came to the Salvation Army event. He was our guest speaker. He came and I met him then. And then he used a phone that was not his phone, it was a burner phone that he used. There are certain things that I started to pick up on, and I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, something ain't right here. Why is this guy so worried about this? his identity and not people not knowing who he is and what his number is. I'm like, he shouldn't have anything to hide. But again, this is 10 years ago. So I'm still asleep. I'm still in the matrix. I'm still discerning, wiggling my way through navigating the dream of the planet, navigate the, 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 you know, the collective dream. And then I started to realize like, wait a minute, you know, this is, a, this isn't right. Like he's, he's not, he's, he's not doing what he says he does, but, Again, there's not me to question that because, you know, my mother used to say, you know, when the kids were abused in their homes, nobody came out of that house sane. And the bottom line is that people make comments about her and they say that she's crazy and that she's she's has mental illness and all that. And I, and I say, well, would, would anybody come out of that house sane if the, if the things that really went on in that house that we don't even know about, that only she knows about, would be saying that right. those people wouldn't be saying that stuff. And that's what that's what bothers me the most. It's like, yeah, people have a past. I have a past. Everybody has a past. But that's you right. can't hold the past. It okay, so he, he's basically, he was talking about the allegations of Megan, um, you know, not being 
um, being seen as insane. But in reality, the way that he put it wasn't actually the best uh, light where he's saying, could anybody have come out of that environment sane? Well, in fact, she did come out very sane, very salient, uh, very, very educated, uh, very capable of speaking for herself. Um, and she's an amazing individual. So for them to, to accuse her of, uh, you know, being mentally unstable, again, that is, that's a psyop, which they're perpetrating. Mm -hmm. And this is Megan fighting for the custody of her three children who were taken by John Walsh fraudulently. And um, she's now actively engaged in another battle to gain custody of her five-day-old child who was taken June 5th. Hi, Megan. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? I'm okay. So tell me what's going on today. What's, what, what's up? Um, well, today's Sunday, God bless. And, uh, we're just waiting to see what happens because, uh, Carolyn and John were both arrested over the weekend and each had to spend the night in jail. Um, now explain, you know, now tell everybody here, who is Carolyn and John? Who, who are they? They're, they've been following your case, correct? Broadcasting, doc, yeah. your injustice and everything that's going on with your child custody case, right? Yeah, they've been they've been supporting uh, John Crappie does the TGI Now podcast and uh, Carolyn, you know, has been helping me and, and supporting me and giving me a place to stay and is a wonderful Christian mother. She's a 59 year old widow and mother of four. John has his own children and he's spoken out in the in the community for the good of the people. He's been a part of the community um, and was, you know part of the commission and different, you know, things within our community that he then left after, you know, what he was experiencing and seeing, you know, years ago. And so, yeah, and they were both there the day of the removal of the video that everyone saw. Um, it started only about 10 minutes into the whole ordeal. You know, Carolyn talked to the police and did everything right. And, uh, you know, I was I was saying, please, I'm fighting for my baby and they're taking my baby. The sad part is that they were supposed to come on Wednesday and do a home study before the Friday they took her. And they would have been able to calmly see the baby, see the home. We're supposed to be working towards getting the kids back. And this is like what they do in CPS. They keep adding to the case or coming up with things. And it's really sad to see how they twist things. It's it's terrifying, actually, to see how these people twist narratives and situations. Um, but also to that, that, you know, they've known for months that I was pregnant. They've had me come into court physically just so they could keep an eye on it. And they could have really talked to me beforehand as caring people and said, you know, we know you're pregnant. We have your other three. So unfortunately, we're going to have to take her into custody. Let's make this as peaceful as possible, you know, and, and this is what you're going to have to do. And they could have talked to us and yeah. told us what was going to happen. They did not have to do, this is so literally insane. Like if it sounds crazy to someone, it's because it is, this is literally crazy making. So June 3rd, they came to your house to take your daughter away. Correct. That was last Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. And last Friday. Now the people that were at the house with you, John and Carolyn, have now been arrested. Yes, and there's a third warrant that we don't know if it's for Eddie or me. And what type of charges are these? Like, what, what, what were they arrested for? 
uh, first degree felony for hinder, or I mean, second, I believe, second or third degree felony, excuse me, for hindering the removal of a child. So we all saw the viral video, right? The video of them removing your child at your house. And I saw John there and John was documenting. I didn't see anything yeah. about hindering or obstruction or refusal. No one did. I mean, nothing, correct? Right. We did not hinder. I called my attorney. I asked them not to take my child for a few minutes at the window. Which I said my right. Every mother would do. Yes. Yes. And I'm at my home. I just had a baby. I'm not, I don't have makeup on sitting, waiting for a TV crew and this whole thing to happen. You know, it's, this is, it's really inhumane what the level that we're at here. And you said there's blown. a third warrant out. Do you feel like there's a warrant out for your arrest possibly? Uh, yeah, possibly. I mean, they took our three IDs and said that they were starting a criminal investigation on the video. Everyone saw that, um, saying that, again, we were hindering or using police resources. Again, none of that was necessary. None of that was necessary. And for people to be on that level, to think that it was, and to make these narratives is really scary. And everyone should be concerned. I hate to say it. So Carolyn was arrested at your house yesterday or two days ago, Friday night, right? Yes. They came to the door and said, hi, we're sorry. You know, I'm sorry. It was raining. We hit, I hit your car by accident. And of course she went out the door to go look at the car with the person and they took her around the side of the house and arrested her. Wow. They did the, uh, bait someone to come out, the gaslighting someone to come out of the house to, to set them up and to arrest them. Unbelievable. I, um, you know, this, I, I seen Carolyn, and, and John do nothing but help you and document you and seeing Carolyn at the courthouse mm -hmm. supporting you, you know, it seems mm -hmm. like not only are they now coming after you, but now they're coming after your supporters, the ones that yes. are sharing what's going on in your County against you. Sadly, it seems so Jonathan, and I'm sick of being the bad guy of having to say that, you know, and be called crazy and all this. These people are law enforcement and DCF. They're saying that they're supposed to be working for the people. They're taking oaths. They're collecting salaries. And this is not a fight. I am done with this fighting word, this whole energy, because you know what? We are standing up for what is right to truly protect children. And we're speaking truth. And they're supposed to be listening and they're supposed to be on our side. That should be a very good thing. There, that should be, yes, there are issues. And that's why we go into these positions to address these issues and make sure they don't happen. And instead, they are the ones that make this a fight, this fight word and energy. It's not okay. So um, for anyone, like, what happens if you, you get arrested? Do you have money to get out on bond? I mean, how can people support you that are, are yeah, following I mean, your case? I, I have the give, send, go uh, forward slash Megan Walsh, M-E-G-H-A-N-W-A-L-S-H. Um, but we are, you know, trying to handle it on our own. But, you know, we do need help. We've taken, I've lost my entire, my children and my entire life for the truth and, and, you know, for our children in this country. And, you know, people just really need to start researching and looking into the hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands of parents across this country that are also going through this um, and, and even more children. So do you believe uh, that they could possibly trump up charges on you and then use these charges in this incident as justification to continue to take your children away from you. Well, I don't, uh, you know, I no longer make contracts with the devil. Um, so I, <laughs> you know, to put it lightly, I guess in that way. So, um, you know what, I'm hoping that people start standing up and I'm not really going there to be honest. We all need to, 
you know, start being careful what we say with our tongues and judging people and, you know, allowing systems feeling that we don't have any power and, oh, what are we going to do? We just have to speak up and come together. Okay, so that's basically what Megan is saying. That we all need to, to do our part and we need to we need to fix this justice system. You know, it, it needs to be fixed. It's broken. When you have people that are, are killing your children, um, you know, that needs to be fixed. Um, well, I'm just going to say this, Penny. They can't come after all of us, okay? I mean, the, her viral video had, uh, the last time I looked, and it's been actually within about a three-day period, it had well over 750,000 views on Facebook alone. Okay, so this is a video that's got millions of views by now, and that's just on one platform, one video on one platform. Of course, we've all downloaded it. We've all shared it that way. Um People are giving uh, money. They're not, you know, of course, it's taking a lot because, you know, that when you're having to bail people out that are documenting for you, such as um, John was doing. Um, and, and of course, they have it out for John, right? Because didn't John, wasn't John the one to speak up about masks in Indian River and just hum, humane yeah. things, you know, like not against, you know, just like people's freedoms in general, um, back in the, you know, 2020, I don't want to go there with words because we'll all know we won't even be able to put this on Facebook. If it even makes it Facebook or, um, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Pick the side just to get you guys a quick update on John. But that's okay. Um, but when it comes to, um, when it comes to what they're trying to do, let's not let it happen. So that's the big thing is we've all been psyops by John Walsh. And I mean, for heaven's sake, I said a thousand times, I mean, I wasn't able to ride my bike in the same places because my parents were afraid I was going to go missing because, uh, because Adam Walsh went missing. I had to stay by my parents. I used to be allowed to, yeah, you know, no, I'm Texas, younger. Texas, you guys a quick update it's on like John. It's just automatically placed. That's okay. Uh, no, that's okay. So when, when, you know, kids everywhere, their lives changed because of Adam Walsh. And was it a setup? We don't know. We've talked about that in other videos. Um, so go back and, you know, watch other videos that uh, we've created with Penny, um, but, you know, there's a lot that we have to ask ourselves as to why these, uh, you know, they've done what they've done. We know this is the great revelation, the great awakening, um, that people are waking up to what has happened in the mass psychosis. If you have not watched our video um, about who is Penny Shepherd, I highly encourage you guys to do that because that is super helpful. Um, Penny, I, I, I want you to play the video from John uh, for sure. Um, uh, to no, help get... um, she, she basically said what we needed to hear. Okay. Um, and the video from, uh, from this was just Eddie talking about, uh, John being arrested and how shocked he was. He was outside of the courthouse trying to get bail for him. Um, yeah, because so... they had no bail set for him, right? Like no yeah. bail set for him. So Carolyn, as I understand it, did not spend the night in jail. Uh, and I have the dates wrong on there. I said uh, June uh, 5th. It was actually June 3rd. So I have to fix that in the, in the presentation. But um, she was taken. And, and you see how uh, how scurrilous in the manner that she was taken. They tell, they lied to her to get her outside. They lied. So yeah. what, 
what is the sheriff's department about? Are they were they there under false pretenses when they say to her that you need that the judge wrote this order because your daughter has not seen a doctor? And she says, yes, my daughter has seen a doctor. She has a clean bill of health. This order is written incorrectly. Let me prove to you I have the documentation. You don't need to take my child. And at one point, he basically he's talking to her um, her federally protected uh, agent on the phone, and then he hangs up on the agent. She says, "Look, I'm protected," and he says, "Well, I don't care if you're protected throughout the universe. I'm not leaving here without this kid." Basically, is what he says. And so they they uh, they achieve taking the child under fraudulent causes, which that child would have never been even within the system to take the child had not John started the charges against her, which the charges against her were fraudulent charges. It's, it, it goes back to even like in that, in uh, around Thanksgiving time of that year before it was Thanksgiving. And then in April of the following year is when the child, when the children start getting taken because she, she goes and she brings her children to Thanksgiving and things are getting out of hand with her mother. And so she just says, I'm out of here. And uh, then the mother uh, attacks her, pulls her hair. She's got the baby holding the baby. She attacks her, pulls her hair and then bites her. And so Megan says, I'm done with this. Uh, this is, you know, you're not seeing your children, my grand, your grandchildren any longer. And that's when it starts. And it, it, it had already been building up to this pressure point um, where Megan was doing more and more research. And then after that, they, they said, all right, fine. Now we're going to start a campaign to destroy you. Mm -hmm. And, um, she had also created a position for herself. She had, she was going to be employed with, within his, uh, agency. Right. And, uh, they had some, some things that were where they call it his farm where his, um, he has many residences. One is in skinny Atlas which is a, a basically a mansion in Skinny Atlas. And so she had created a position for herself at, at NECMEC and then National Center for Missing and Exploited. And then that position, actually the position that she created, it went to her brother because she says that her father has basically been very nepotistic and he wants to make sure that um, his sons are covered, but not his daughter. His daughter is... Yet you see him in public using his daughter, just like he used the story of his son being taken, using his daughter, saying how much he loves his daughter. If this is a man who truly loves his daughter, let's just say that she was a, a murderer and a, and a psychopath and a criminal. Um, and if he truly loved her, he would be helping her. Mm -hmm. you know? But right. she's not any of those things. She is a decent, loving, warm human being and an awesome mother, uh, a creative individual who is an intuitive healer who had her own, um, she had her own rec record out. She's a recording artist. She uh, had her own clothing line. She's very well educated. She's an art major. I mean, she's a very prolifically intelligent individual, but they're depicting her as, as they're assassinating her character. So that's the psyop that is propagated strictly from the CIA playbook in which the first thing they do is they alienate you from your friends and family. So the family's not talking to her anymore because Megan's a bad person, right? Mm -hmm. And so they're creating this illusion that this individual who's a sterling individual is a, a person of bad character. 
And then they, they build upon that. And because John Walsh is seen as a person of good character, and that's a facade. He's a person that has been, his close associates are sex traffickers, sex trafficking presidents, drug trafficking presidents, um, CIA heads, DIA heads, FBI heads, satanic lying uh, factions within the, the sheriffs and the police departments. And again, I'm not saying that everyone that joins the forces is bad, but the, the ones that are at the head, they're compromised in some capacity. They're given oaths not just to, to serve the people, but they're given oaths to serve the New World Order and their Illuminati friends and their mob friends. You know, the Hollywood PD, uh, we had discussed this earlier during the days of the cocaine cowboys. Um, it was one of the one of the men who was a cocaine cowboy had spoken on record about how they bought out Miami PD. And uh, Joe Matthews was a Miami PD homicide. They said, we bought out Miami homicide detectives. Joe Matthews retires that year in 1996. So was he compromised? I'm going to say yes, because he also knew um, the the head of uh, Ben Novak, who owned the Fountain Blue Hotel. And at the Fountain Blue Hotel, we had Sam Giacana. We had JFK down there with Edith uh, Exner, Edith Campbell Exner, who was one of his mistresses, who was also a mistress of Sam Giacana. I did a whole series on uh, Florida and on the um, the mob working within with the government in Operation Underworld, and uh, that also they facilitated the infiltration with uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis, and they were uh, they were set to to um, assassinate Castro. And it was Sidney Gottlieb that was in charge under Alan Dulles, who was head of the CIA under JFK. Sidney Gottlieb was doing the bio warfare aspect of this, in which he was going to come up with some kind of a biological weapon to whack Castro. So, you know, we're, we're talking about John's allies are these people like Reagan, who's associated with Reagan and uh, Bush Sr., who are Iran-Contra, smuggling in drugs into the country but to trade for weaponry and uh, to build an illegal war, an army. They're drug trafficking within the, the United States. They're also connected with the finders, a sex trafficking gulf, and the Franklin scandal in which boys uh, paper boys were utilized, not just paper boys, but boys were taken to the White House. And they're, and th these are not, you know, idle things in which in some instances the media has tried to quash this and then make it sound like it's a conspiracy theory. It's not. These things actually happen. So yes, they do. And I just want to bring forth that this is not a normal CBS uh you know, CBS case, and that Megan Walsh, in my estimation, is a hero, and she should, she should, she's not just fighting for her children, ladies and gentlemen, she's fighting for your children to make sure that this world is a safe world for your children, because CBS has uh, its major, it's selling children, putting them in foster care, and it's basically brokering, a baby brokering, uh, sex trafficking, uh, transnational and not just CPS goes under many different names, but they're taking these children out of the country as well. And what's happening to the disappeared children, which you'll never find out who they are because they've changed their names and then they murdered them and they've done satanic sacrifices and they've, um, they've eaten these children or, or drank their blood to satisfy their 
uh, their God, who is Satan. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think it's very difficult to even imagine Penny. I mean, like, I I think it's so difficult for people to imagine that these things really do happen, that they, it's happened right beneath our noses. And, you know, it's like, what are we going to do about it? Um, Well, the first thing that we can do is call Governor Ron DeSantis. Um, As we well know from our government structure, there has to be something that he can do. He can involve the Florida Bureau of Investigation. Um, We can also call Ashley Moody's office and demand an investigation. We should not sit back silent about this. Um, The other thing we can do is email Ron DeSantis. And I put the number on the screen for those of you listening. The number is 850-717-9337. Again, 850-717-9337. If you do not have a pen and paper, please grab one. And I'll repeat the number again a couple more times before we sign off, because we definitely need to make sure we make it easy for everyone to call. I will also put the number in the description box below. I'll put the number of the email addresses to make it easy for everyone to call because we definitely need to call um, Ron DeSantis and ask him why the Florida Bureau of Investigation is not already on top of this because we taxpayers of Florida are spending money to keep children in CPS that could be at home with their loving parents. And um, there needs to be an investigation into CPS. There needs to be an investigation into the Sheriff's Department of Indian River County, considering the same county officials are take that John Walsh is promoting in a campaign video, who is doing most of the speaking, telling, as Penny said earlier, about the FBI, CIA, um, MI6. I mean, I don't even know how many. He listed probably five agencies that they were working for. And he says in the video, he's one of us. He says it. He's one of us in the video. Like This is no secret, guys. This is like absolutely insane that that would even happen. And we have to stand up. And if Megan can can risk losing everything, the least we can do is make a phone call, say a prayer, um, if you can give $5 just to even show your support, give a dollar just to let her know that you're there, you're praying for her, or just write a message on the gifts and go so that um, she knows that you are, you know, at least calling, um, send her a tweet, um, post a comment on the video. Penny will make sure that she gets to see this video as well, that just she just knows that we're here, we're supporting her. That's the reason we wanted to come on and do this video. And Penny, I will go on with you and update people as you see fit. So, you know, you've got my number. All you have to do is call me um, whenever you have new research that you want to get out. Um, I'll definitely help you do that. Um, Because like I said, I mean, you know, we have to think everybody. We have to think very logically. I just want everybody to think logically on something. How long did it take for John Walsh to immediately be connected to presidents and to start this foundation, okay? How many other children went missing before Adam Walsh went missing? And so how did this happen so quickly? So we just have to think very logically, okay? There are 800,000 children that go missing every year. And, you know, I don't want to bring another child's case into it, but I just can't get her off of my mind. What is her name? The the Madison case uh, or... uh, 
in the in the UK um, that case uh, where the are you talking about Tammy Reef? No, not Tammy Reef. She doesn't get any. She didn't get any notoriety and publicity. No. Remember? Okay, so there's no publicity for that. Okay, so this is where we have to think very logically. That's where the legit sex traffic don't get lawyers. They don't get publicity. They get disavowed by the United States government. They they never heard of these projects. You know what is Project Genesis? That's just a bunch of, you know, hokey and baloney. Um, the, these are ultra top secret projects which may never be revealed uh the parameters of which are somewhere in some deep underground military base in a locked vault that will never you know a hundred floors down that will never be availed of you know along with uh, hitler's bunker of porno and the deep state in which they've taken uh you know in my instance they took uh videos of me in hotel rooms where i thought i was with you know my boyfriend or, um, you know, my husband, and they took videos of me, and then those were sold on the dark web. I've never seen them, but I know they exist. Yeah, and uh, so it's Madison McCann that went, Madeline McCann, sorry, that went uh, missing in Portugal. And, yes. you know, there's there's kind of a system here that I want everybody to pay attention to that, you know, a firstborn, that was a firstborn, that has gone missing. We know that in satanic rituals, they want firstborn. You have to sacrifice your firstborn to bow or ball or whatever they call their God. Um, and these people, they're, they're not right. Everyone. I mean, I'm just saying they're not, they're not normal. This is not a normal thing. Okay. I mean, I don't know what happened to Madeline McCann, but you know, there are, uh, sketches of what looks like the Podesta brothers. There's sketches of what looks like uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Then you have on top of that, guess whose jet took them to Portugal every time they needed to go that no one's paying attention to. Hello, the Royal family. <laughs> Can you even make this stuff up? There's I mean also a Freud that is involved with this as in one of the grandsons of Sigmund Freud who was a father of uh, analysis, psychoanalysis, who was a cocaine addict and a pedophile. And then his other grandsons, I believe, own Netflix. I mean, you just you can't make this stuff up. They've gotten more money than they knew what to do with. Okay, so when I go to Megan's page, I want to say we went to it earlier. $17,000 is what's raised on her Give, Sing, Go. Okay. Yeah, most of that's already been, most of that's been uh, spent already because she's been yeah. collecting for years. So she's had, she's yeah. had expenses and she's had to pay for storage expenses. She has to pay for um, for food. I don't know if she's paying for the lodging where she's at, but you know, she has expenses. She has to live. And um, so a great deal of that was collected prior to this. So maybe she had maybe had maybe two thousand that she's gotten so far. In addition yeah. to what she's already had. Yeah, but I'm saying but I'm just trying to get get everybody to compare though, Penny logically we have to start thinking very logically thousands i mean millions of dollars have been raised for madeline mccann who has a doctor you know for a mom and i think the other one's an attorney anyway they're very affluential affluential in great britain right millions of dollars have been raised for those parents but how many have been raised for 
you know, Tammy, Megan, like average everyday people. I mean, and believe it or not, there's a lot of veterans that have their child's children taken from them. There's one family out there that I think they've had five children taken from them because the dad saw how corrupt like the school system was and pulled them out. So guess what they did? Of course, he's been to war. He's got PTSD. They say that he's crazy. They take the kids away. At the ripe age of their daughters, like t- being teenagers, perfectly perfect age for trafficking. Okay. So yeah. you can't even make this stuff up, everybody. And I'm sorry, you know, this is like desolate news, I know, but this is like something we really have to pay attention to. And we can stop it. Okay. You can stop it. Number one, you can stop watching America's Most Wanted. I know he's not on there anymore, but he did start it. And I'm sure that he gets some type of licensing fees from it. Number two, you can call, um, Ron DeSantis's office and we can just call every single day like don't stop like make it a point to just call hey I'm just checking on what's happening with this Megan Walsh case you know record your calls if you can let's start posting our calls to show that we're actually calling and we're not going to stop we're not going to stop until Megan has her children back I think we may be out of time yeah, well, we're out of time. We're going to be out of time anyway. I'm going to have to upgrade, Penny. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to have to upgrade everybody because if we go over an hour, I have to upgrade to pro on StreamYard. It is what it is. Um, there's there's nothing I can do about it. Every interview is going to go over an hour and we're just going to have to deal with it. Um, but Penny, is there anything else that you want, you, you want to say? Um, I know that you're working on a lot of, a lot of the research and things. And even we discovered today that you're, you're working on a computer fund because you need another computer to continue the research. Do you have a way for people to be able to support you? Actually, I only need about uh, $300 more for the computer. Um, and then I will reach my goal, but um, I'm taking Amazon. I'm going to buy it on Amazon. It has a terabyte. It's a 2020 refurbished. Um, Mac and uh, I don't have enough memory on my actual computer, so I then will have two computers and um, two laptops, and then you know there's other other things that I need, but that's what I need right now. I'll just figure out the rest of it. And um, if you want to support that, uh, you can send me an Amazon uh, gift card to uh, my email address, which is Shepherd Entertainment at Gmail. And that's S H E P A R D Entertainment at Gmail. And, um, you know, I'm very surprised that I actually uh, received pretty much almost that goal within just several days. And I don't ask for money very often, but I ask for tools that uh, will enable me to do my job so that I can give you the information that you need. I've died out there on a Patreon. I'm not asking for money on on a daily basis. That's just not who I am. I like to do what I do for free, um, but I am on a fixed income. And so Occasionally, I will ask for help to buy a new computer or some technology, which I require. Yep, and it and it does take a lot for sure. I mean, we were even running out of we were running out of disk space today as we were getting on. (laughs) (laughs) Technology issues, yes, yes. So, yes, thank you everybody for taking time. Contact me and talk about MK Ultra or any research if you want to help me with research. If you have something that you want to tell me about uh, sex trafficking, your situation, missing memories, targeted individual, um, text my phone. My phone is six one nine. 779 
888-985-9771. You can also reach me at that earlier email address, shepherdentertainment at gmail. You can see my blog at shepherdentertainment.blogspot.com. And then my web, which isn't as updated as my blog, is shepherd with a hyphen, the word entertainment.com. You can find me on uh, Twitter at shepherdout and Agent X11, and then I'm also on Instagram, IG, Shepherd Out, and Agent X11. Megan is at Megan Walsh on Twitter. You can also find her on Facebook. You can message her on, uh, on Messenger if you need to, to reach her, or if you want to, you know, just give me a message to give to her, I'd be more than happy to do that as well. Yep. Yep. Right now, the the prayers and support she's she's asked that we pray and we pray not only for her children, but we pray for all of these children and all of these families. Um, so if you're out there and you want to get a message out um, regarding anything that you've had occur with CPS or DFS, I'm going to start calling them child kidnapping services, CKS. Um, so that way we can avoid some algorithms. Um, because that's what they are. They're basically child kidnapping services, and we have to start calling it as it is. They're not protecting anyone but themselves. I would also like to say if you'd like to contact either John or Eddie at TGI, uh, they are located in Vero. So they talk to Megan you know, pretty much on a daily basis, and uh, they're on Facebook, and TGI now. Um, make sure to you know follow their podcast, listen to them because they're going to be giving updates and I'm getting information from them as well, which I'm putting out in, in some of my PowerPoints and presentations in which I do on several different shows. Well, and, and, and there's one other person I want to give a shout out to. Um, Penny, give me just a second. I'm pulling up. Um, I'm running out of disk space. Imagine that. <laughs> I, need, I need to upgrade my computer to my little 2013, but it's going to keep going. Okay. So um, there is, I think her name is American Amy. Hold on. You know how I'm talking about Penny? Well, yeah. they've all have also started a, uh, a petition for Megan. Um, so yeah. Okay. So I want to give a shout out to American Amy on YouTube. Um, American Amy is, um, she is covering, um, Megan's case at, uh, at the courthouses. Okay. So the thing is like, this is, Oh, sorry. I've, her, her video intro started to play, but, um, I don't know her at all. She seems very cool. I've, I've conversated, com conversed with her. I've conversated. We've been chatting. I've conversated for too long here, Penny. <laughs> My Southern thing is really coming out now. This person who started um, a petition that you can sign, I think it, it already has a thousand signatures, 956 uh, or 956 have signed. It's a national outcry for Megan Walsh, daughter of uh, NECMEC, which is National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Founders, John and Revee Walsh. Her name is Jennifer, J-A-N-I-F-E-R, Knighton, K-N-I-G-H-T-O-N. Uh, she signed the petition to uh, to uh, petition Ron Santos, Governor Ron Santos, uh, DeSantis. So please find Jennifer. She's on Facebook, and uh, she's got her phone number out there and everything. Um, she started this petition and I think her child also is missing. Um, she's, she's got a thing. It says Jennifer Knighton is at the office of the governor, Greg Abbott, a Texas G G F P S. Where is my daughter that went missing in your care because of your negligence? How do you give custody back to a parent of a missing child? Where is my child? So this is another outraged parent 
with the system, with the CPS system, this is happening all over the United States. So again, Megan Walsh is a person that is not just speaking for her child. She's speaking for all children. And there are many advocates there that are out in the forefront and they're talking to all of their governors. She just started this. Go find Jennifer, J-E-N-I-F-E-R, Knighton, K-N-I-G-H-T-O-N. Find her on Facebook and ask her, how can I sign that petition? Oh, I see it, uh, Pity. I'm, I'm actually putting the link here. I'm telling everybody to go to searchchange.org. It's called a, yes. a National Outcry for Megan Walsh. Um, yeah, because we have to, everybody, we, this is not, this is not a joke. Um, we basically have to, and I'll put the link for the petition in the bottom. I did find it. Um, and it has right now before we were recording it has 973 have signed out of a thousand. They were just trying to get a thousand. So, I mean, this is going viral. It's not, we're not going to let it stop. This is not going to be something, you know what? They didn't let it stop when Adam Walsh went missing and they've played it for over 40 years. And guess what? If it takes 40 years, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to be like many others. And you know what? They can't put us all in jail. Sorry. You know, what are they going to do? Are they going to send animal services for my dogs? You know, saying the dogs aren't well cared for. I mean, that's what they can do. You know, they're going to collapse <laughs> my building. They can do that. Are they going to kill me? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? But guess what? The reality is somebody's got to stand, take a stand for what we believe in, otherwise we'll fall for anything. So, and we fell for things in the past and, you know, God has opened our eyes to be able to see what's here. And it's very difficult. It's not an easy thing to see. Um, you know, it's definitely not going to be easy when it comes to the church. And we see, you know, that it's not just the Catholic churches that have been molesting children and trafficking children. It's all the churches and a lot of the mega churches. So I just keep saying that because I keep preparing people because it could be your pastor next because, um, you know, there's, it's funny. There's, I don't even remember who wrote the book out there, who's sitting in the pew next to you. Um, but you got to think who is sitting in the pew next to you. Um, because, you know, those pew warmers or even the deacons in the church or the pastor behind the pulpit, um, they could be very much a part of this because um, we know that there have been there is a task force out there taking, um, you know, taking notes and they, they know everything when they know everything about the elections. They know everything about child trafficking. President Trump has told us over and over that they're watching and. You know, I do believe and, and I pray that he, you know, is standing by his word to keep his enemies close um, and that he's going to take them down and maybe they're going to be all taken down at once. Um, maybe some of the people we're seeing are truly doubles. Who really knows, Penny? <laughs> I have a baby that's crying. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much for joining, Penny. Thank you very, very much. And everybody, I really thank you for tuning in today. And please do make sure that you do call Governor DeSantis, send an email, do whatever you can. And um, if you're able to give to Penny or to Megan, um, I, I hope that you will. Um, let's see if Penny, Penny, are you wanting to come back on? <laughs> it was what, it wasn't actually a baby. It's a baby, baby dog. <laughs> puppy so don't you know everyone's like oh my god did you have baby no i'm like 63 i'll be 64 <laughs> but no they'll come and, they'll be trying to take your your puppies too and i was like oh my god because it wasn't wasn't stopped crying so but lily's in there nursing she's taking care of it it just wanted milk so 
Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. So anyway, I was just telling the Penny, you want to say anything else? Closing words? I just want to say thank you all for your support. Please research everything. Don't believe anything that I've said. Please research it. I believe that through your research, it will verify my research. And I try not to make, um, I try very hard to stick in a concrete path because my life is, I, I can't justify my life. I don't have any documentation to say what actually happened to me, but I know who I am and I know what happened to me. So I try to help people that actually do have documentation on their lives. And then I also help people that don't have the documentation because I happen to be one of those individuals. And so I also say, you do research, approach with the aspect that anything that's possible is possible. Your research will get a lot further if you go down that path rather than slamming your door shut and then, and then expand it a little bit because I spend the majority of my life being under MPA Ultra and being extremely gullible. And these days, after uh, I had an encounter with John D'Souza, who was on Gaia, and he was FBI for 28 years, and I asked him for a referral to uh, the Oregon FBI because I had a prolific stalker there, and he blocked me. And when I went to see, uh, I went to respond to him, that's how I found out he blocked me, but he said, Penny trusts no one. And I was like, really? He did not just quote the X-Files to me. And and then he blocked me. So I said, thank you, John D'Souza, because now I don't trust you for sure. Mm -hmm. And um, and thank you for quoting the X-Files to me because I now don't trust anyone. And that's, that's actually a good thing. Trust needs to be earned. You don't give your trust to anyone. And I tell people, you'll find out who I am. You walk down the road with me 10 years from now, you and I are still friends, then you then you actually know who I am. And you spent the time, because I spent a lifetime with these people who lived four and five different personalities. I say, John, my evil brother, and Darrell, um, my first handler, I say that they should get the Lifetime Achievement Award for person impersonating a human being. Because they've had, they come and they have five and six different, you know, personalities. And they, they're like, with this woman, and I'm, you know, I'm not married. And this woman, I am married. And then for you, no, I don't want to marry you. Even though you're living with me, take care of me. And they have like, they have all these different compartmentalized lives. And that also enables them to be prolific liars. So that these are the people that we're dealing with. Not just the prolific liars that might be actually in your family, but that are actually in our government, which were fostered from where did all those paperclip people come from? Because it wasn't just 5,000 or 10,000 scientists. It was actually people that were in support of the Fourth Reich. And there were millions that came here and they're your doctors, your lawyers, your teachers, your, um, your uh, husbands, your boyfriends. You know, and I'm not saying to be paranoid about any of this. I'm saying, please research everything. If you're, if you feel that something's not right, trust your intuition because they teach you don't trust your intuition. And then I was taught as a child, literally, to be in denial about everything. So there's a song I think it's Pam Pillis called "The Queen of Denial," and I sang that song because mm -hmm. I was the queen of denial. Now I'm not. It's, it's really hard not to, I mean, not to deny certain things or not to look there because we don't want to see, we don't want to see what we've thought is the truth all along. I mean, I understand it's very difficult for people to hear. I've had friends say, are you sure John Walsh, he's like America's father. And I said, well, you have to think about this. Okay. Think from a very logical standpoint. 
if your first child went missing and you were trying to get your grandchildren, would it be really that easy for you to get your grandchildren? It wouldn't be that easy for you to start. And these are people also that have tried to start their own organizations and stuff. And I said, think about it. Was it really that easy for you to start your own organization? No, it's not at all because you don't have the government money behind you. Well, when you also realize that the presidents that you thought were your heroes are not, that the, that your government was not what you thought it was, that you have presidents that are sex trafficking children to the White House and that you have uh, CIA agents and FBI agents that are complicit in this sex trafficking. When, the, when they had the finders, they shut it down within like four days after they investigated it. And then, uh, and it was interestingly enough, one of the people that was ahead of the finders, when they did a news uh, a press release with this guy, he was wearing a Reagan mask. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Who's actually, this guy's telling you who actually is behind this operation is Reagan. Well, and he and what was Reagan? An actor. Yes. That's going to be a very difficult thing for people to realize. Listen, Reagan, Ronald Reagan said some great things. Though, he also said that you could not be the president of the United States unless you were an actor. So there you go. Maybe we should just leave everybody at that. Penny, what do you think? They can go look it up for themselves because I think many people have forgotten that Ronald Reagan came out of Hollyweird and, you know, and that he is also in the movie and complicit to the drug trafficking under Bear Seal under that same movie that I keep mentioning. And I think it's a movie that deserves to be mentioned a million times because it's a 20 year old movie called American Made with Tom Cruise with the life of Barry Seal. And they tell you in the very beginning that it is a true story that is based on a true story. And all of those presidents that we mentioned are, it shows exactly how they did it. They're showing us how they did it. And you know what? There are many people here in Miami that can validate that, you know, through the cocaine cowboys days, you know, just put the pieces together. There's a whole series on cocaine cowboys on Netflix. You know, why do they, you know, why is this out there in the open? Why did Miami Vice come about? Why have they showed movies like, uh, you know, gun trafficking um, as well? You know, these are people that they've, they, you know, they're passing laws for us and then they're letting people over the border with weapons much greater than that. Okay. So we have to just think logically, think very logically. Why would this be occurring? There's a book. Uh, that I would encourage everybody to get it's by Dan E. Moldea, M-O-L-D-E-A. It's funny, right? D-E-A. It's called Dark Victory. It's about Ronald Reagan, MCA, and the mob. I encourage you to read it because Ronald Reagan was Irish mob. Very interesting. Very interesting. I think we're going to be finding out lots of these things Um in full disclosure, there's also been a lot of documents released that I don't think a lot of us have read um, that the Trump White House released before he departed that are still being ignored. I have not even had a chance to go through them all, to be honest, um, that I feel like we are just like scaling over, you know, because there were so many released at once um, that we're going to be finding out lots of truth. And but Penny. I can't wait to have you back on. You know, you can call me anytime. And I want to just curious, 
would you be willing to have either a tea with Penny or a, um, or a, uh, Penny, guess who's calling? Who? <laughs> answer him. Yes, go ahead. Let me on the air. Jeff, you're live on air. <laughs> Penny and I are right still on, talking. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to say to the audience, Jeff? We're on the we're on the Megan Walsh episode. <laughs> well, I just uh, want them to pay attention to this story and send prayers up. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, Jeff, we well, but I'm I'm just heading out, but I need to finish loading up these videos before I go. Okay, so Penny and I are going to finish this video right now, so you can upload it. And guess what? We can't be any more transparent than this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, well, I may as well ask because I know it's part one and part two. I sent you a text. Do you want me to combine them or put them up on like maybe for Thursday and then Tuesday? Um, I think you're, can, is there any way you could put them back to back because they're, they so need to kind of go at the same time because we just had a, we had a little recording glitch and then this Megan episode is kind of a little pressing, right, Penny? Yes. Okay. I'll put them up, I'll put it up for tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Tomorrow that was 7 PM everywhere except for YouTube. Okay, sounds good. So you guys will see this on Right On Radio then. <laughs> We're going to get off, Jeff. Right so you on, can... right on, right on. Hey, get it to me quick. <laughs> okay. I want to go on my holiday. Okay, yes, we want you to go on your yeah, holiday, I'm, Jeff. I'm, I'm working overtime for the audience. Yes, you are. <laughs> I know. That's the reason I, I, I said we have to answer Jeff, even though we're lot, we're recording right now. <laughs> <laughs> and good day to you too, Penny. And we, Thank you. We missed you, Jeff. Um, yeah. I, I kept forgetting to let us like in, in the you know in the stream yard. I kept forgetting like, oh, I'm in control here. I have to like let Penny. I bet you love Jeff right now, don't you, Christy? <laughs> <laughs> so we missed you, Jeff. <laughs> well, uh, thank you. I miss you guys too. Okay. And we'll talk next week. Okay. So have a good vacation, Jeff. All right. Take okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Okay, Penny, that's it. That's the word. <laughs> if, if we're going to be on right on radio, we have to go before the producer and the owner leaves. <laughs> the yeah, so everybody, thank you very much for joining us. Um, we look forward to seeing you back and um, do do make sure that you, if you haven't already followed Patriot's Perspective, Jeff's going to be gone um, so make sure you do follow Patrick's Perspective on Telegram, YouTube, um, and Facebook, anywhere else you are online. We will, we may, if we have any breaking news or anything like that, we will go live with it um, while Jeff is away. Um, I do not have access to the Right On Radio normal, like, StreamYard to be able to publish. So um, only he has access to that. That's the reason he's calling saying, give us this video. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do, Penny. <laughs> Ciao. And I love you, sister. Thank you for, for helping Megan. Um, and I just love our audience. So thank you very much for your support for Megan, your prayers for Megan. And um, we will see you later. Bye-bye. Right on, right on, right on. <laughs> I always tried to say that and be like Jeff. It just doesn't come out that way, Penny. <laughs> okay.
we are going to play our outro for Patriots perspective. If I if I can remember how to get it up, Penny. <laughs> remember, take action. Take action. Don't let big tech win. Share this video with a friend now. Most importantly, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Bye, everybody. Bye.